0: Shane, you ready to get Season 3 started? Let's go! Welcome back to Pass the Jar. We've missed you guys. I'm your host, Drake Pittman. And I'm your co-host, Shane Murray. We are starting season three next week. This is just something to give uh, everybody something to look forward to, be excited about. There's a lot of changes going on, but we do have a a good friend of the show in here with us today. Shane, who's
1: our friend? I need everybody, everybody that's liked, everybody that's subscribed, everybody that's a fan of the Facebook page, to give a warm welcome to Mister Houston Lucky. Houston, welcome, bud. What's Shane, going on, Shane's guys? Clapping.
0: yeah we uh this is not going to be an interview houston is here to uh chime in on things and you'll hear why later before we get into what's new what's changed and what our 2021 is looking like uh shane what'd you do over the holidays bro
1: let's see here uh over the holidays really didn't get into anything too crazy just uh Try to make the kids' Christmas as special as we they could. They're both young, so it's a pretty joyous time for them. I just hate the fact that neither one of them sleeps past seven a.m.
0: <laughs> what? Uh, how did it feel being back home? Well, I, I know y'all came home for Christmases,
1: yeah, no, before. I, but
0: how did it feel to actually like know you're here? You don't have to pack up on the twenty sixth and go back.
1: Yeah, I mean, last year we uh we ended up staying in Louisiana for Christmas just because we knew the move was coming. We weren't trying to make back-to-back trips like that. This year was was weird, I guess. Kind of an odd feeling because used to Christmas there, you know. It's just been the four of us, the three of us, and me and Cortland. But I mean, it was awesome because the kids got to celebrate with you know our entire family. Yeah, and that's always special.
2: Houston, I was. Uh, what would your Christmas look like, Bob? Oh man, just. Really didn't have a whole lot going on this year. Just hanging out with family and doing all the family Christmas things. and Yeah, eating. Yeah, a whole lot. yeah. Uh, that's that was uh, something
0: I was big on this holiday season was eating because I spent all of twenty twenty eating as clean as possible. So and, and like I still ate clean on Thanksgiving. Like I ate turkey and just like none of the fried stuff. Or yeah. Christmas rolled around. It was game over. 'Cause you know, we don't do like traditional ham and stuff. We Yeah. I was like oh,
1: that was a question I wanted to ask. Well, what's the what's the go to Christmas plate look like for y'all?
2: <clears throat> for us this year, uh we normally we don't really we might do ham like honey baked ham or something like that, but that's usually the main thing. they really that and dressing. You gotta have chicken and dressing. Exactly. Yeah. Or just sure. dressing. Some people don't put chicken in it, but yeah. weird.
0: We did a brunch. With uh my wife's family, in the morning Christmas morning,
2: yeah, and I didn't know like
0: these different kind of breakfast casseroles existed, but boy am I glad they do. A okay. lot of eggs, a lot of bacon. Yeah. Now Christmas dinner, uh, we always do Christmas dinner with my family, and uh, we had chicken spaghetti. Like we typically lean towards Italian on chicken Christmas for some, is some reason. My favorite man, yeah, it's so good, and that's the carbs that because like. Not shift will put weight on your body before you know it. Yeah. And when I got older, metabolism slowed down. So, I'm trying to like clean things up a little bit. So, I spent most of 2020 cleaning up them carbs in that uh, chicken spaghetti. Believe it or not, like it it was so good when I was eating it, but I felt like shit. Yeah. <laughs> like two days after. Have your belly all messed yeah. up. Mm-hmm. That fun fact, I did get sick two days or the day uh, the day or two days after Christmas, I think. It was a chicken.
1: You think so? I, I was the think, only one who got
0: sick. I'm always...
1: I, I figured it was just pasta related to, you know, him laying I'm thinking on thinking all year. I was it, I'm thinking it's the flu because I got tested
0: for COVID and yeah, it was, a, it was a, a tough one Sounds a lot week.
1: like COVID. You remember that
2: time? I, they did it. In high school, I got salmonella. Oh, was oh yep. yep. <laughs> Might have been
0: because... <laughs> it was from chicken. I did a rapid <laughs> test and the one they sent off to the lab and both were negative. So, yeah. hmm. Man. Shane, what did Two you eat Shane. this Christmas?
1: So we always do the traditional honey and turkey. Like, it's just not real big fans on changing up. But uh, my ideal plate had two slices of ham, honey baked, two slices of turkey with gravy. Uh, Like Houston said, chicken and dressing, have to. Go ahead and slap some gravy on there, too. And that canned cranberry sauce. Not a fan of cranberry sauce over here. Nope.
2: I never was until, like, Maybe six years ago. Okay. I don't. I don't know what happened. Acquired taste. I guess
1: mm, makes sense. And then green bean casserole.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Does anybody ever? I've never seen a whole pan of green yep. bean casserole gone. Look, well. Not
0: here. I, Brittany makes these <clears throat> badass green beans with like I know she puts like soy sauce or something in them, and then cooks them with bacon. Oh, like everybody I dare that look. That, yeah. everybody requests that every single holiday. So. No matter what, no matter what else Brittany and size cook cooked, those green beans are guaranteed yeah. to happen, and they're gone within, like, the first round of plates.
2: Respect. I did something different, and it was a first for me. I smoked a whole turkey, which I smoke and I grill a lot, but mm-hmm. I've never done an actual turkey. You chill. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Shane's rubbing off on me. <laughs> but... Well, I, I take that back. I smoked one for Thanksgiving. That was kind of the trial run because everybody wanted one for Christmas, and so it turned out pretty good. Tweaked it a little bit for Christmas, and
1: for that holidays,
2: good. it only takes about twenty four hours to do a okay. good turkey. So, really, that's it. <laughs> well, I mean, you only smoke it for like four hours, but <laughs> the rest of it, you gotta let it prep time, depending and on how you do it. Letting it
1: rest, yeah,
2: you got to brine it. Okay, what well, you use as a brine? Oh, it's
1: I'm oh, Telling secrets. Yeah, now. yeah. Houston's I mean,
2: like, I don't know if I want to tell you. There's like a a good 15, 20 things I put in it. So.
1: Are you also injecting it while you're smoking it?
2: I uh, do. I inject it okay. before I smoke it. Colonel I, Lucky's. I used to not, but I tried it again, but it turned out real good.
1: Colonel Lucky's. I've seen people that'll pull it out about, secret
2: herbs and spices. I'll tell you what.
1: I've seen people that'll pull it out about halfway through
2: yeah. and inject it again. Yeah, you got to if you do it right. That's a good point, Now I'll tell point. you what. I had to get the perfect crust on there. And to get the rub to hold, you got to put mayonnaise all over it.
0: See, I've seen people use yeah. mustard.
2: Yeah, I've used mustard, but I tried it different. With mayonnaise, and it's got kind of more of a crisp. Nice. Skin.
0: So, what What about New, New Year's secrets out right there, now, man? I'm telling you. <laughs> so, New Year's was uh, different because we were all looking forward to COVID being over yeah. in 2021. Like, it was just magically going to disappear. It ain't going anywhere, Uh, sadly. There's a vaccine uh, that I'm about to get, so um, what was was like? I don't say resolutions because I see resolutions as a problem that needs fixed. So I was like, I don't have like, there's nothing I want to fix. Like, I want a goal for 2021, not a not a resolution.
2: Yeah,
0: you know, something to shoot for, not something to fix. So, that that so was what what, were some of those yeah for me yeah. oh man uh let me tell you a lot of notebook <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, i'll tell you like i only had 3 i picked 3 um number 1 was like i do cardio i've always done cardio and plyometrics because when i grew up in the game of golf weightlifting was very very frowned upon yeah until tiger came out and started bulking up um so i didn't really lift weights much like i liked how flexible I was, how in shape, like, my cardio was, so I didn't start lifting until my sophomore year of college. I never lifted a weight, like, I was, you know, in good shape, but I never lifted weights, like, everything was body weight, yeah, and plyometric stuff, so contrary to popular belief, the sleep field is a little more stressful than some people think, like, you know, you're not just sitting there watching people sleep all night. You're trying to help them stay alive yeah. while they're asleep, <laughs> and it gets pretty stressful. So, I was like, I went. I had an old weight bench at my dad's house. I went down and picked it up and brought it back up to my house. <clears throat> so I was like, I'm just gonna start lifting more, and uh, do do two a day workouts. That was my goal. Like I'm gonna do two a day workouts at least four days a week, but workout six. And uh, so in the mornings when I've been getting home, I've been lifting. And, buddy, let me tell you, that sleep after, because, like, I don't have that stress weighing on me because I'm out there just banging it. Like, yeah. I feel better. I sleep. I've slept better the few weeks that I've been on it. <clears throat> Number two was, if it causes me distress, I want it out of my life. So, now. But I, all you had
1: to do was tell me to leave.
0: <laughs> I wanted to. So, you quit
2: your job. <laughs> you just told me how stressful it was. Yeah.
0: Well, my my job is, I love my job. Like, you know, you just got stressful nights. And, uh. But my other goal was to take out anything negative in my life, and uh, I changed the algorithm on my TikTok. Like I stopped liking political videos, so they
1: stopped showing up in my feed. Yeah. Now it's
2: dogs. I'll <laughs> always watch a dog video. Yeah,
1: yeah, dogs are awesome. Dogs, um, people getting hurt, all that. I'm, I'm, I'm game for it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm just cutting all that, all that negativity out of my life. Um, I don't like I don't like seeing people I love argue we'll get into that in a minute um so it's like I just I don't want to view anybody any different based off what they say on a social media website yeah so I'm cutting that out uh spending less time on social media tiktok tiktok's fine because it's
1: but I recommend you get on reddit I use reddit okay and then uh just a meme goldmine and have got me heavily into stocks now.
0: <laughs> but anyway, if my final my final goal for twenty twenty one was to uh just try to help more people, you know, in any way possible. Yeah. Like and we'll get like I said, we'll get into social media and stuff later. But like just seeing people film their good deeds, like I feel like it's just you're doing it for clout. Uh anything I do, I don't want to tell anybody about or video, you know.
2: Yeah. Like, man. I just want to help people without recognition. I'm the same way about that. that it. It don't sit right with me. If somebody wants to do something good, then video it to put it on social media. Exactly. You don't have to do that. You can
0: give a homeless man some money without videoing it. Yep. Like, hey, hold my video while I go hand him money. Um, here, here I am, thirty thousand likes later, making more money. Yeah. But uh, Shane, twenty twenty one, what's what's the goals or
1: if you? But I ain't pro- ever you- planned a thing a day <laughs> in my life, so we're going in twenty twenty one wide open, optimistic, and raw. How about you, Houston? Because Shane was pretty clear cut.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Man, for sure, just be a better person than I was last year. And yeah. then the same thing the year after that. But one thing is for sure is I've had to change as far as my business to grow it like I want to. And like I am now, Like I just kind of had to change my mindset. and. Decide, hey, the only way I'm going to make it is got to show up every day. Yeah. And that's all you got to do show up. it will happen. It's like I told I mean, you. got
0: to work, but. <laughs> it's like I told you before uh, before we started recording. I want a job wherever you're at. <laughs> I told Houston I had a dream last night. Like, I had a dream that I was a realtor. And uh, I was sitting here thinking, I was like, hmm, that might be pretty cool. I was like, there's no way I could do it because I'm totally out of commission on Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah. And Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> Like, could you imagine somebody want to buy a house I had listed and I missed their call because I'm asleep?
2: They probably wouldn't call you back.
0: Nope. They're gonna find true. another agent. Yeah, true. So
2: send them my yeah. way, bud. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Drake, you sure you don't want to get into the real estate game? Just be a funnel for Houston. <laughs> I mean, who knows what the next five to
0: ten years holds? I don't know. Yeah. Things change. But uh twenty twenty one, we have a new president. I'm not gonna talk about it much but the one thing that's bothered me is everybody just looking through a left and right lens and starting to disrespect each other. So that's why I'm kind of like staying away from social media.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, that's fair. That's fair.
0: You know, like even on TikTok, like you see these people spitting out these conspiracies. Shane sent me a Facebook video of, of this preacher that was spitting out a conspiracy about martial law.
1: And Shane was like, I need your theological, uh, well, I mean, Input. that's what happens when you're my religion guy. Yeah. Every circle should have a religion guy. If you don't have one, reach out and get one. Drake's mine. You can't have him. But definitely find your religion guy.
0: Yeah. But, <clears throat> like, this preacher was just, like was in his car or whatever, filming a video talking about martial law. And, like, I didn't think about, think about it much at all. And then after the inauguration happened and, you know, Biden's our president now, I sat there and thought, I was like, this dude was literally just stoking fear into people because this guy didn't win.
2: Yeah,
0: I was like, this preacher that leads a flock, because that, that's you know the Bible says a shepherd leads his flock. That's what that preacher's doing. He owes everybody an apology. Yeah, because you you made people go buy water and gas and everything when not shit happened. You were just mad and upset.
1: That's true. And I think that's, that's what's true.
0: True. That's what's wrong with with all of America is we're doing we're not doing our part to be closer to each other because we're one group thinks this way, the other group thinks this way. That's the character of those people apparently.
1: So none of us are friends. Yeah. yeah you gotta find common ground. That's I mean that's that's the only way you're gonna prosper, I feel like. You know, like Biden all he talks about
0: is unity. Well, first off unity's not gonna happen until so everybody stops talking about damn politics because that seems to be the topic of conversation every day these days.
2: Yeah. It does get pretty old seeing it every single day. Yeah, I mean, absolutely.
0: That's why I'm staying away from the Facebook. When it don't
2: matter. I mean, people's just because you're mad about something your opinion really don't matter. When uh, you, when you put it on Facebook, like whatever's going to happen is going to happen.
1: It's it's looking for validation in that opinion and yeah. 10 times out of 10 it just leads to a 45 comment which, argument which I love cuz <laughs> I love reading people argue on the internet. That I just divides
2: people even more.
1: That. Yeah, absolutely. Personally, I should say I love that for like my own personal standpoint. I just enjoy watching people just humiliate themselves for the general public. A lot of the reasons why I came on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, point at me, it's just
0: we can't rely on the government to unify us. It's not. We're not going to be unified until we start doing our part as citizens. And realistically, I honestly, believe that's what what the government likes. The new the media likes is us being at each other's throats because it puts their ratings up. It puts uh, votes in people's pockets. Yeah. And but in return, it makes anybody that believes different than you the enemy. Mm-hmm. And realistically, we don't all need to look at the common enemies we have. Turn off our TV. Turn off our phones, and just try to be friends with each other. It's just. Until we just need to edge closer to the unity that everybody's preaching about, but in the same breath, they're also criticizing someone that doesn't believe the same as they do. So you
1: might say it's quite literally the definition of practice what you preach. Yeah.
0: Okay. Gotcha. There you go. <laughs> see, I put I have twenty words. Shane has three. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's four. Okay. Practice. Math. You don't what math, so. You pre- yeah. That's four. But
0: yeah, out of politics and everything, I just want to see everybody be better to other people. Um. That's all. That's all we need. All is right in the world if you're an Alabama fan. Yeah, Alabama won the national title.
1: <laughs> we're gonna slap an asterisk on that, or what? Nope. I mean, most bullcrap season of all time. Hey, most congrats- SEC wins in a season. Hey, oh, congrats! Literally the like worst the SEC's been in 20 years. I'm sorry, your Lord and Savior <laughs> Gus Malzahn got fired. Hey, congrats on beating what were they like three and three Ohio State. Big accomplishment. I mean, they're halfway through their season. I don't think Ohio State should have been in. I honestly, I don't either. I mean, absolutely not. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you'll find anybody that well outside of the Ohio State fan base. I don't think you'll find anybody that disagrees yeah. with you. But so, uh, who who are your four?
0: My four: mm-hmm. Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame,
2: Texas A and M. Okay. I, I was really hoping it was going to be. Talking Alabama part. and Clemson playing for the national. You wanted that. You wanted that grudge match. I did. Yeah, I that makes it.
1: sense. But which, yeah. in my opinion, I so had that, Notre
2: Dame up there too. But
1: see, obviously, I know it couldn't happen just because Alabama had just beaten them in the SEC championship game. They took a bad loss to LSU. All right, that's going to happen. I don't care about Texas A and M. I think Texas A and M was a good team. But I think Texas A&M also had a lot of weaknesses. I think Florida was one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, they took us to the limit.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we didn't have to play them again. I'll say that. Yeah, if, with football, it was it was a weird season. Like, uh, but I'm not putting an asterisk by Alabama's national title.
1: They earned that win. Well, I'll just take one of the asterisks from the like 14 other titles, y'all. "Quote unquote" claim. Okay, at least but three or four,
0: maybe. <laughs> Shane's a salty Auburn fan. Y'all have a new coach. Yeah,
1: uh, is salty. is the field going to change at Auburn? No, the field will not be changing. Auburn's an Ag school, as you know. What about the talent? We pride that. The talent. See, that's <sighs> haha. Sick burn. <laughs> the talent's been there. We Auburn has what me and Dylan like to uh, refer to as a Auburn goes through regression phases where we sign big talent, young and then we turn them from four stars when they get to Auburn into, like, two stars over time. <laughs> it's not great. So I'm hoping we've, 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 uh, we've changed up the coaching staff a lot this year. I think we only brought back, like, two, three guys from the old coaching staff, and it was position coaches. Don't love that we let T. Will go, our linebacker coach. Auburn, for you know the last four or five years, has had one of the better linebacker cores in the SEC. These guys get it done. Coverage, open field tackling, coming through the gaps. Our linebacker core has been solid. So, a little shaky on that, but I'm optimistic. I said, when we let Gus go, I said, anybody that comes in that isn't Hugh Freeze, I'll back him Was not in on the Hugh Freeze train no. at all. That man's, that man's a shady character. I mean, it wasn't just that. I just think he like that. That's not where I wanted Auburn going. Yeah. I was all in on Lane Kiffin,
0: though. See, I, that's what I told my dad because dad's an Auburn fan. I told yeah. him, I was like, I'm scared
1: if Lane or Sark is up there. I'm I've,
0: scared for the next five years at Auburn
1: because they're going to kick ass. I figured Sark was like, I don't think Sark was ever actually in the conversation. I Honestly, as many names that got thrown out, I don't think there was anybody on that list of names that was actually a potential candidate. Yeah. I think that Auburn's president and athletic director had their guy from the jump. The boosters had a list of people they wanted. I think the AD and Auburn's president just completely disassociated and said, Hey, here's who we're getting. And they went and got him. Yeah. We'll talk
0: about football more like closer. We get summer as far as like record predictions and stuff go.
1: Because I missed last year. (laughs) I mean, shame was way off. (laughs)
2: Oh, speaking (laughs) of predictions, all right. So, like, big news is the Bucks. So, one of my buddies told me about a guy he knew that he placed a bet as like a thousand and one bet last February that the Bucks will make it to the Super Bowl.
1: Oh, so your buddy's buddy's rich.
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like he made like right out a million off that. Uh uh-huh.
1: huh. Yeah. The super the Super like Bowl is just
2: off of a flute thing. Like, yeah, I'll take that. Business. I was gonna
1: say, uh, Barstool shared somebody's ticket stub. They had like had to be like a Florida homer that had put yeah. in this parlay, but it was like the Heat winning the Eastern Conference, the Rays winning the World Series, or their division, whichever one, Uh, the Lightning winning the Cup and Tampa Bay making the Super Bowl. 14 parlay and like everyone, I think the lowest one on there was like plus 700 or plus like 400 or something like that. But I mean, anywhere from plus 400 to like plus I think 1600 or 17, whatever the bucks were to make the Super Bowl and hit a 14 parlay. He had like a $7 and 25 cents bet that paid out. Like I think it ended up being almost, I think it was like 800,000 or $900,000.
2: That's crazy. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. The bucks are back.
0: Tom Brady is, I don't know if I'm going the Bucs are back. Well, yet. I mean, I was back <laughs> in the Super Bowl. I, haven't, I, mean, I don't think they've been there since Gruden was the head coach. Man. Warren Sapp.
1: Yeah. Warren Sapp. Mike was 2002. Their, it was their
2: fault in the game, though. That, it yeah. was their own fault when they lost. Because yeah. When you're ahead and there's that much time left, and you put the ball in his hands.
1: Oh, you're talking about uh, Green Bay? Yeah. Yeah, kicking yeah. a field goal there. Stupid. Stupid. Literally makes – when they when they brought the I, – I was sitting there waiting on a fake. I was like, yeah. all right, weird flex right here, dog. I don't know if I'm – you got Aaron Rodgers. Did anybody tell them they still have Aaron Rodgers on the sideline? Because <laughs> I feel like that's something that should definitely be discussed right now. Let's don't send up the holder to throw one up on a prayer situation here. Didn't understand that at all because, like you said, you've got Tom Brady. You know Tampa Bay's good this year. Also, they have Tom Brady. I don't know if we've emphasized that enough. You have to stop them from getting a first down.
2: Well, everybody made a big deal about him going there in the first place. Yeah, I mean they thought he was just going to take money. Him, I guess yeah.
1: hey, if, also, if also if we're talking first day bigs, Tom Brady landed in Tampa and immediately trademarking Tampa Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's a business mogul. So with the like,
0: I was all in on the Bills. Like I was pulling for the Bills. I'm a I'm a 49ers fan. It's been a rough. Several years, we had that one Super Bowl appearance. <laughs> but uh, how'd that go for you? We lost. Because I
1: paid the man, Shane Falco. Yeah. Elite.
0: No, that that was uh, it. Was the past couple of years when uh, Jimmy G went to the Super Bowl, not Colin, when they played uh, the Chiefs. Oh lost. yeah,
1: yeah. When Patrick Mahomes showed out.
0: Yeah, when Jimmy G. Uh, yeah, proved why he was a backup in New England. Oh, shut up. <laughs> we made with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, how'd that go for you? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, everything. So who do you, you think is going to win the Super Bowl? You give me crap for being
1: an Auburn fan, and then you're standing over there as a 49ers fan trying to gloat. We had Joe Montana and Steve Young at one point. <laughs> and we had Cam Newton and Pat Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who
0: do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? I think the Chiefs. I'm all in on the Chiefs since they beat the Bills because I was all in on the Bills. I don't know. You, you wanna want to put, you it, wanna put it, money it, on it? it?
1: You wanna put money on it?
0: No, I'll put a shot of tequila
1: on it. I mean, I'll shoot tequila all day. I need I need some I need some better action than that. A gentleman's bet. Yeah, it's a gentleman's all right, bet. So $1. I tell you what, I'll tell you what, no. I'll tell you what. I'll take your I'll take your tequila bet. You pick the tequila if if the Chiefs win. I pick the premium cinnamon whiskey that you have to drink <laughs> if the Bucks win. The Bucks win.
0: I was saying I was all in on the Bills. Like I just wanted the Bills to win. Well, you just
1: said you're picking the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl because you were all in on yeah, the Bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're gonna pick the Bucks?
2: I'm probably going with the Bucks.
1: There's no I mean, way you bet against Tom Brady. Yeah, I feel like the season's rigged enough anyway.
0: Oh, that's ironic but coming from the guy going
1: that's up. not gonna put an asterisk beside Alabama's national championship.
0: <laughs> you just saw so many teams throw playoff games, like playoff contention games this year. Yeah,
1: that's what the SEC was doing, so Nick Saban oh, can have his farewell screw tour. Screw off.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get out of football. Um, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Alabama is
1: undefeated in the SEC as we're talking right now in basketball. Again, Auburn imposed a self or a postseason ban, self-imposed a postseason ban because we were trying to appease the NCAA for the whole Chuck Chuck Person thing. But you can't appease the NCAA. The NCAA's most corporate. Uh is the most corrupt corporation in the world. Oh, whatever. <laughs> all right. But uh Hashtag Free Sharif, also best freshman in the NCAA. Yeah, we'll get out of the politics and football. The reason why we're here they
0: go hand in hand. <laughs> we uh we talked about how season three is gonna be different and things were changing. Houston, do you have any questions about season three before we dig into it?
2: Well, first of all, I'd like to say was a pretty cool trailer y'all had for season three it Man. was
1: pretty good wasn't it that guy singing there was, was a uh, dude on the guitar just absolutely putting it down yeah they could have probably cut him out but yeah. I wish I could remember his name honestly he I had mean, some good vocals oh no name guy I guess yeah we hit a, I think yeah, I think he'd make it big as a cover artist for a couple of mainstream country guys I don't think he would ever want to be a cover artist yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> We hit, we hit a good number of views the first few days, and I'm just going to say that's on our cameraman and director, uh, Cody Lockhart, and our musical guest,
1: Houston Lucky. <laughs> I don't think we could have done it without the lighting crew if I'm just trying to sunshine pump it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Shane and I were even part <laughs> of the light <laughs> That moving fire was clutch. <laughs> Shane and I are
0: your everymen.
2: I'm glad they cut out the 30 minutes it took for us to get that fire started, though. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> that was a struggle. Think, well. Yeah. Maybe. Thanks
0: to, uh, well, before you start, thanks to Cody. For taking his time to edit and create that video. Uh,
2: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, it was well, fun, to I fun. I yeah, had fun. Yeah, it was definitely fun. Oh,
2: yeah. I wouldn't want to sit there and edit it and do all that work.
0: That was kind know. of our way of celebrating the end of season two. Like, we yeah. just coming to hang out with our friend Houston by fire. A and problem. I was like, hey, Cody, I got an idea. <laughs> so, and Cody, you know, stepped up and helped us out. So, thank you, Cody. Thank you, Houston, for providing the music and the land. Oh, you're welcome, man. And the beer. Yeah. That when, after Shane and I ran out.
2: <laughs> and the dog. And the dog, dog was clutch. He had yeah. a little show time.
0: Yep. But uh, any questions about season three you may have?
2: Yeah. Y'all got anything new coming out? Got any ideas in the works?
0: There are uh, a few things in the pipeline. There's a lot of ideas <laughs> and things happening. Uh, one thing uh, that's changed is we said we wouldn't sell out. I never. I said I'd never sell out the podcast unless the price was right. Well, Shane
1: and I sold out. Oh, thanks for lumping me in there, bud. We, we are.
0: <laughs> we now have sponsors that you will hear at the beginning of every episode, and Houston happens to be one of them. So thank you.
2: Oh, thank you guys. Yep, for the for the airtime. <laughs> um, we
0: we we now have sponsors. We're not running ads that aren't local. I said, if I do run ads ever, it will be local. Now we have ads, all local. Everybody from here, like in our ads is Walker County. We got Houston, who's a realtor. So if you need a house or land, go see him.
2: Yeah. I'll even sing at your wedding if you want me to.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Jack of all trades, you might say.
2: Yeah. Every trade. Houston can do it. One stop shop right here, buddy. Hey,
0: and then then uh, our friend at Alpha Insurance, Chris Clark, has jumped on as a sponsor. So if you need insurance of any kind or whatever he specializes in, go see him. Well, you
1: get insurance on the land that you bought, uh, just bought from
0: Houston.
2: Yeah, I mm-hmm. could get a package deal. There you go.
0: Yeah. And then my brother,
1: Cantley Pittman of Jam Construction, who just built the house on the land you bought from Houston and are now insured with Chris Clark. Look at that. You don't even have to go anywhere else. All right. Just yeah. Right here.
0: So. <laughs> Cantley has sponsored us. He's my brother. Uh, didn't take much convincing on that end. Just a, uh, hey, will you sponsor us? Yeah. So that happened. And then uh, Shane worked out a deal with the local legend, the Frosty Muck.
1: Which is where <laughs> you go while you're waiting on the house built by Jam Construction, sold by Houston Lucky and insured by Chris Clark. There you go. Yeah.
2: So. Best milkshakes in Alabama. B-
1: the
0: most underrated burger in Alabama. Absolutely. Uh, the Frosty is, like I said, it's a local legend. I grew up in Empire, so it's just a cut short drive through Sipsi right One there. One might
2: say a staple. Oh, it's, oh, a, it's definitely oh yeah, a staple. Yeah. Slash landmark. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, have you ever, when you're coming through there, not say, oh, I'm passing the Frosty?
1: Anytime. Nope. Any, if you're on the phone and somebody asks you where you're at, it, you don't even have to be passing the Frosty. you be topping Argo Hill. You could just be coming out of Jasper. Yep. Oh, I'm about to be coming by the Frosty. Yeah.
2: Unless I'm right by Scott's, then I'll say,
1: oh. Yeah, well, that's why I said you could be topping the hill, or, yeah, you could be topping it, because once you get up over the hill, now you're at Scott's, or you're at Bama. <laughs> then you it never say trip. Rocky
2: Hollow. You like say Wilson Machine. <laughs>
1: yep. See? See, I, I go more Bama than I do Wilson Machine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, two different spots, though.
1: I'm relative. <laughs> <laughs> like I said... I'll be passing a Dollar General in Jasper and somebody calls and said, hey, where you at? I'm almost to the Frosty. (laughs) We're sponsored now. Um, These people are helping us. Like every cent
0: that we earn is literally going right back into the podcast with, oh, I guess we'll drop the the other bomb, merch. We're about to uh, start straying away from the print-on-demand merch uh, service and we're about to just hold on to it. If you want to meet us and grab it, that's better. If you want us to ship it to you, we'll ship it from
1: our home. We're gonna have stock on hand so we can tell, you know, everybody, hey, here's what we got left. And like Drake said, if you're local and you want to meet at one of these landmarks like the Frosty, we can meet you there, drop it off, or we can get it shipped out to you within two to three days at the utmost. If not same day is ideal, obviously. Two days is kind of like our emergency. If it ever hits three days some crazy's going on. Yeah, we are we are talking
0: to uh, Goatees. That's who we're gonna work with. So having merch on hand is gonna make things easier for y'all. Yeah, uh, it'll let you, let you see a actual picture of the merch instead of a computer generated image. So we're excited about that. We got some new merch ideas that.
2: But uh, y'all do like a sponsor package
0: or
1: something. <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to work something out with you.
0: Yeah, if you sell it at your office, we'll give you this amount, we'll get this amount. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, just hand
2: it to me. Houston, money. listen, I
1: promise buddy, you're not leaving this house tonight without a koozie.
2: I'll pay for it, I don't mind. You know I'll support you guys.
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, having merch on hand is just gonna make things a lot
0: easier and make uh, people that want to buy the merch have to wait a less, like a shorter amount of time. Because it does take like two or three weeks to get whatever you order off that So yeah. That's what kind of threw me off. I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool and stuff, just to Not sink any money into it, but these people are waiting a long time for their merch. I mean, that's a big, that's a big off. I don't
2: forgot what I
1: ordered. Exactly.
0: Exactly. You're like, oh, I forgot I ordered that. Mm -hmm. Main thing with sponsors, that's, that's one of the biggest things for us was because it shows us that all of our sponsors that we have believe in us and what we're doing. And that's what was a little bit of validation for me was especially when you kind of at you were the first one that kind of started me getting me think about it was, you know, like, Hey, uh, I want, you know, run ads and stuff on the podcast. Yeah. I was like, that's not a bad idea because I, before COVID hit, I had like ad contracts, like ready to go. And then COVID hit and they canceled them all. Yeah. Which I'm glad, like I wouldn't have made as much money as I should have. But at the same time, I wouldn't have been benefiting the people that I'm here promoting, yeah. which are my friends and local people. So, thank you, Houston, for starting that
2: idea. Oh, thanks for letting me go. Thanks for seeing it through. Yeah.
1: Speaking (laughs) of seeing, we got something else coming for season three. Everybody, say hello to YouTube. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're going to be launching the Passage R Podcast YouTube page. We're expecting that to go live with the... First episode, second episode. Yeah. But we are excited about it, and uh, it's just another way for us to get content out. I know a lot of the podcasts I've listened to over time that have moved to video, I love being able to just like watch the interviews unfold, so I'm hoping the same thing will kind of take off for us. We're releasing on Mondays, so you do the audio Monday, you do the video Tuesday, and it's the full episode. Yeah. And then people can watch it if they want to. Because
0: yeah. there are some shenanigans that happen in here every now
2: and then. Uh,
1: that, that, and,
2: and they realize that, I mean, once you do that, that pass a jar is not just a name. Yeah. Passing, actually, pass jar. Literally passing a jar. Yeah. Out here.
0: We are following COVID protocols, not drinking out <laughs> the same jar. Yeah. Well, we're drinking out the same jar. It's not. <laughs> There's no cross contamination. Yeah.
1: The yeah. alcohol kills it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are drinking moonshine. So, yeah. Well, I mean, 70 proof, but we're drinking like moonshine. <laughs> liquor
2: we drank grass water so
1: buddy yeah that's a good point if (laughs) if you ever drank grass water in your life you're immune to just about anything
2: solid 30 people that's already (laughs) drank it before so
0: So with the youtube uh shane is like like we float ideas off each other like i'll give him the final sign off before he posts it but youtube is shane's avenue yeah so anything you see on youtube that's shane If you hate it,
1: it's it's Shane. Yeah, I felt like that was a real big way of passing off the buck right there, wasn't it? Tell you what, if the audio's shitty, that's (laughs) Shane. Yeah, if If the podcast sucks, (laughs) it's
0: because of me. But uh, this was just something for us to put out more content, and Shane has been working on the craft for a while now. So I'm pretty excited about that. It it puts us in front of more eyes and directs more people to the
1: podcast. And you might say we've exclusively been in front of ears to this point. Jesus. <laughs> you can't take this kid anywhere. <laughs> I'm on a roll tonight. You got me off track. <laughs> I told you Denzel couldn't control the strain. <laughs> but with, uh, like,
0: also, it's, it's not going to be just uh, podcast episodes on YouTube. Uh, We love music. We love alcohol. Yeah. So you're going to see a little bit of a variety outside of...
1: Yeah, the this, podcast.
0: This YouTube page is literally gonna have it all. Yeah, we're gonna do vlogs. Like, we'll go hit up our some good spots in Walker County yeah. and vlog while we're there. That way, those people get business from people that may run across it on YouTube. We'll tell them what to get. You know, places to eat, yeah. what beer to get. Our amazing breweries and beer store down here in Jasper now. Uh, YouTube's gonna be fun. Like, it's mm. just Shane's literally here one day a week, or I'm. Somewhere with him one day a week. Yeah, we did shoot a fishing video that was a total fail,
2: oh. dudes. I hope it wasn't at the secret place. Oh no! It no. Wasn't. <laughs> no. We had, we had
1: eighteen minutes of video of me and Drake doing a lot of fishing, zero catching, <laughs> and then within like it couldn't have been more than two minutes, me and Drake both had a fish on the line, both had pulled it in, posed it for the camera because we were doing like a competition. Whoever can catch the most fish in 45 minutes wins a competition. So, you know, Drake pulls his in. All right, well, we're like 25, 30 minutes into this competition. Pressure's starting to build. I pull in. The scene is getting set for a hell of a dramatic ending. We get done with the, like, second cut of the video because we were doing it in, like, 15-minute increments. Yeah. Go to, like, look at the footage from us catching. Yeah, it recorded for, like, the first two minutes. <laughs> Didn't see any of the last part. Fishing videos will happen, just not now, (laughs) not not yet.
2: (laughs) I want to see like the bloopers, like Bill dance. Oh yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. YouTube, YouTube's gonna be fun. I mean, yeah, we get to do the podcast, and then Shane and I get to show people like our like show people our personalities Mm -hmm.
2: because you you hear us on location podcast. Yeah,
0: it's it's definitely gonna like help us do that kind of stuff too. Um, because some people, you know, they can't come here. And, uh, like our first interview for our first episode of season three is we were planning on that being our first YouTube video and Shane and I weren't used to navigating the remote podcast waters yet. Yeah. So literally can see half of Shane and half of me, but our whole guest. So (laughs) (laughs) might still throw it up. I mean, who knows? Yeah. We're really excited about that one. Uh, you'll have to find out Wednesday who our guest is. So tune into our Facebook and Instagram on Wednesday to hear who our guest is. There's uh, some other things that we've got going on. Our episodes are going to look different. Uh, Like I started the past, the blank, whatever was related to the guest. It was really hard for the algorithm in my opinion. So now for, to make it more user friendly, as far as searches and stuff goes, we're literally just going to put the name of our guest. Like, no more past the blank. It's just going to be, like, Houston lucky. Like, if this was not called the warm-up already. Yeah. It's Houston lucky. So, it makes it makes things a lot easier. It makes, you know, pe- I hope I wish people would listen to every episode. But if they hear their friend, like, see their friend's going to be on it, all they got to do is just find their S- name. Search their friend's name, yeah. I
2: don't see how you can hear one episode and not listen to all of
0: them. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to go cry real quick. <laughs> yeah, that uh that's a big change for us. Now, if you have a friend or a family member on the podcast, you just want to listen to their episode, all you got to do is look for their name in in our feed. Shane, beautiful. Big
1: aesthetics, guy, yeah, and yeah. that makes me happy.
0: <laughs> Shane, uh, what
1: else are we looking forward to this season? Well, season three, you're not going to have to wait bi-weekly. Season three, we're going weekly. We're going to be releasing content of some sort, whether it be full-length interviews, whether it be me and Drake just sitting here going back and forth about whatever happens to be going on in the world, or just with a good friend of ours that wants to come sit in and have a conversation with us. That's kind of what you built this on was having a conversation. Yeah. So we're going to extend that into season three and every season that we do, but we're going to weekly content, giving people something to look forward to every Monday, as opposed to having to wait two weeks I think it's going to I think it's going to do well for us. And it's going to be like more user related
0: like we'll uh if you pay attention on our social media, we'll ask you questions or what topics you'd like to hear us discuss and we're going to talk on it. Like oh, we talk about life, music, sports, current events. So if you don't want to listen to that stuff, you don't have to. Stocks. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Shane's all of a sudden with of Wall Street
2: over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so weekly episodes that was something we saw that was uh that was going to improve the podcast just because people were like w- who's next and all that kind of stuff now i'm just gonna be like well just wait till next week yeah, there's takes, another episode coming it out.
1: takes the lag out of that weight because you can generate so much hype for an episode right and then there's so long in between, you've got that, that fall off, and then when the episode finally rolls around, you're kind of backtracking, like, hey, remember what we just promoted like two weeks ago? Get hype about it again. Yeah. I'm
2: a once week guy. Yeah, I, was, I agree. When I worked at the Steel Plant, I just listened to podcasts all the time, because I have my speaker in my hard hat, and most of them are pretty long, so I'd, that passed the time by, and a lot of podcasts, they'll do like two a week because it sucks once you listen to all your favorite podcasts, and then you got to wait a whole nother week when you listen to them on a Monday or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's like eight, the episodes could run 30 minutes to an hour, yeah. hour and a half. Like, we're not going to talk long. It's just putting out more content and, you know, touching on what's happened in the week because like, penny for my thoughts. But some people like to hear the positive messages at least once a week. Yeah, and Shane and I can flip
1: anything into a positive about how you can fix it. So oh, there that, ain't no doubt. I live in the spin zone, so <laughs> <laughs> I know Houston sells it. I own real estate in the spin zone, <laughs> so that's I sold it to. Him. <laughs>
0: that's what you're going to get in our weekly episodes. Okay. It wouldn't be a past the jar episode without a special segment. We got rid of bot. And we just simplified it for, our, especially for our YouTube channel. Say bop or flop. Bop is when you're playing nonstop. Flop sucks, in your opinion. Okay. So dry. it makes it easy, but yeah. at the same time, hard choices. So, especially with 2021, Morgan Wallen just dropped his double album, Dangerous. So that's did. that's Daddy choice did. number one. Okay. Number two is on Bloodline, <laughs> burn it at both ends.
1: What a son of a bitch, right there! Oh, but I mean, I I just want you to know that you are quite literally the worst type of person. Not sorry. Are you? I think me and Houston are thinking the same thing right here. Drake, why don't you go ahead and answer first? No, I want I asked the question. <laughs>
0: That that remember how thing. I
1: said I own real estate in the spin zone? Welcome.
0: <laughs> that gives me a the first game bye. <laughs> so, Bam way out figures. <laughs> pick pick which one's the bop that you're going to play. Okay. Which one's
2: a flop? Too. All right. So, Houston. I think I'm going to have to go with Muscadine on the bop. I mean, they Alabama guys. I've been listening to them for a while, but. I will say the new Morgan, Morgan Waller man, talk, album is pretty good. But, happens to the best of us. But yeah, I guess I'll have to go flop
1: on that one. Shane, it goes against everything. The opposite. It goes against everything in my hair. But I completely agree with Houston. Oh. I can't go against Muscadine. I can't, man. I, can't, I refuse to do it. This I podcast mean- <laughs> is about promoting the positives from Walker County, from Alabama. I'm not going. I'm not going to pick Eastern Tennessee yeah. over Southern Alabama. That's just not going to yeah. happen.
2: I've been with them this long. Exactly. My I'm. Hey,
1: I'm invested. You might say.
0: <laughs> I will tell you. Yes, I agree with Hammer
1: <laughs> the stocks.
0: <laughs> Both of you, Morgan Wallen's a, sadly a flop in this scenario. Musketon Bloodlines the bop.
1: Now, if Morgan Wallen's double album would have been a straight raw acoustic session. You might, might have been have able to swayed me, it. yeah,
0: because the snap track on "Wasted on You," which lyrically was the best song to me, they ruined it with snap tracks.
1: Yeah, it's meant for mass consumption. That's what it is. It's meant for mass consumption. That they're trying to, they're trying to pump numbers. They're trying to get streams. They're trying to get sales. I completely get it. I don't love it, but I understand it. That said. I'm not a fan of it obviously, but I'm not going to degrade the album for it. I I see the necessity for snap tracks in mainstream music. I used to be on the train, bandwagon, whatever you want to call it, of snap tracks don't belong don't belong in music point blank period. But now I get it because for mass consumption when you're trying to draw an entire large crowd onto one song, one artist, that's how you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it with that repeating melody with that It's not good. I I know I know what I'm saying right now really angers y'all. Yeah. But it's okay. not wrong and that's what's upsetting I, that's about what it. That's
2: what music sales nowadays is what's catchy. Yeah. Exactly. I mean
1: it's not like I said, I don't endorse it whatsoever, but I'm not gonna take away from the album because like Drake said lyrically, he didn't miss. Yeah. If you go watch the the dangerous sessions uh, YouTube the videos, version. the acoustic versions of these songs, you can go back and look at the Facebook lives that he done during quarantine, all of that. Which another reason why I take Muscadine and the Bob over Morgan and the Flop because those boys they stay true on that. They grind but it that's the independent. Well, that's the independent artists being able to do what they want with their music. Yeah. Back to what I was saying. Don't agree with it. I don't love it. I don't like it. There's nothing about me, but I understand it. And I'm I'm able to look at the album and say, yo, this is without a doubt, probably until Eric Church drops that triple album, going to be <laughs> the hottest thing in country music in the last five years. Yeah. yeah. It,
0: I mean, it's a good album from top to bottom. I give it, eight, like I think I told Shane, like 8.6 out of 10. It'd be my yeah. favorite mainstream album because there's other like Sturgill Simpson's bluegrass cuts. Yeah, that's one A and one B of the year for me for 2020.
2: Yeah, that was good, but I mean, I like Tyler Childers too. That he done, but I mean, they're both good. Yeah, they both are. But it's hard to go against uh, Charlie. I talked and Gary. for a while, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> I agree, man. No.
0: Super nice guys. They 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 interact with everybody on social media.
2: Yeah, I met Charlie once. Yeah, you told us that. I'm oh, jealous. Yeah.
0: I yeah. sent Shane a video. Uh, it was actually the first time I ever saw Musky down Bloodline in 2017. They opened up for Luke Combs. Oh. I sent Shane a video of Sheriff. If you want to, yeah. And uh, I was like, my, how things have changed in four years.
2: But yeah. I mean, what you look at everything.
0: At? Everything's changed in four years. It's wild, like the times we live in.
2: Yeah.
0: Was that at uh, Zadiko? No, it was at uh, Iron City.
1: Okay.
2: The first time I... That was the first time I saw Muscadine Bloodline, not Luke Combs. Yeah, the first time I think I saw them, they opened up for Corey Smith at Ten Roof, Birmingham. But solid
0: dudes, listen to their music, Muscadine Bloodline, and Shane and I. Like Shane and I literally talk about Muscadine Bloodline every day.
1: I don't think you weren't there with us when we went to see Corey, Corey Smith at, yeah, no. at the Alabama Theater. I think no. they opened up. Really? Yeah. I could be completely wrong on I'm gonna that. I'm going to go ahead and
2: call it one of y'all, or y'all be on each other's podcast or... In some way, something like that, one day
0: it's gonna happen. Gonna, Speak it into existence. I am. We're trying. The so. groundwork has been laid. Yeah, that's all we can say. <laughs> it's it's being laid. <laughs> we said this would be our biggest season just because we're adding so much more content. We're shooting for celebrity guests too, but we're also keeping the essence of what we're about, which is growing Walker County. Yep. That's what you're gonna see on our YouTube channel too. Is like, or not YouTube, but like TikTok. We just started TikTok and. You're gonna see like little snippets of home. Yeah, we just we just want people to come here and see like it's not what you see on the news and other stuff. Uh, it's it's far better than that.
2: Yeah, and what you, what you guys are doing is really good. I mean, you're kind of drawing more attention to the good things that Walker County has to offer and the good people here. I mean, not everybody's on drugs here. So
1: exactly now that's what we have here is. It's literally a melting pot. Yeah. It, there's a little bit of everything, but when the negative side of that everything is what's highlighted, that's when it becomes dangerous. Yeah. So what we're trying to do is pull those positives out of that melting yeah. pot and put them at the forefront and say, hey, look, no matter what you've heard, there's just as many of these people that are promoting the positive side, that are doing well, that are making something of themselves from here, their stories need to be heard just as loudly as the negatives that are spun up in the media.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't think, like, in my mind, in my head, I'm still that broke kid from Empire. Like, I don't, like, we're not making millions of dollars off this podcast. We're not making thousands of dollars <laughs> off this podcast.
1: I'm just, just trying yet. to be a few hundred
0: air. <laughs> we're, we're, like, <laughs> that's our target because we love we love what we do. Yeah, You know, I've seen so many friends start side mm-hmm. hustles. In the past six months, that's what we need to do. Because just trying to get in that mid three figures, <laughs> that's that's what you need to do though. Is find something you love outside of your job, but still keep your job.
2: Yeah, and you guys, I mean, y'all are sending out a positive message. I mean, and I'm not the only one. Things that me and Eric Nick at Old Sixty Four, we were talking about it the other day, and just how
1: the only people I trust with this mullet, by the
2: way. <laughs> Hell, it does bring a lot of positivity to Walker County, and you guys are doing a good thing. I think
1: that's that's all I want to do. I it's a little like him saying that was the only gratification I needed for the rest of the year. So,
0: <laughs> but everything like I set out to do with this podcast was literally just out of a positive mindset. Like money never crossed my mind, but in order to grow the podcast, you make money, and that's okay. Yeah. You know these people starting these side houses. Well, to. Yeah, these I mean, people, go like you are with real estate. Like that's what you love. You quit. You quit a job to start real estate because and, you like interacting with people. You like.
2: Well, and the thing about that, which, like most things, like if somebody knows you, they feel like you should do it for free, just because you know. Them.
1: Can't do that. That's what nah, pays the bills. Exactly.
2: But I mean, like with this, it's not cheap. Doing this, like mics cost money. Computer costs money power bill i mean
1: i mean our platform for pushing the content out to uh all of the major streaming services i wouldn't say it's the largest part but it's it's definitely up there as far as costco yeah Yeah. like we're we're still in the red and that's
0: okay because what i've done is or what we've done is take a small audience in the first three months and i saw it grow 10 to 20-fold 20, uh, 20 by the end of last year. Yeah. And that's that's because I thought where, what home is, is a big deal. And that people should appreciate it more.
2: If you believe in what you're doing, or what you're trying to... Not really sell people, but what you're putting out to people, then they're going to like it. Yeah. Somebody, like, I was at
0: Twisted Barley one night, <clears throat> and uh, somebody asked me, it was like, why were you, like, just constantly thankful for everybody? And that's because... This was only a three-month plan. Here we are. This episode is dropping four days away from the one-year anniversary. Yeah. To me, I wouldn't be here one year later. And I was telling Brittany today, like, I feel better mentally and physically because I've changed my diet and I've, you know, started a better workout regimen. I feel better physically. But I feel better mentally because I know I'm doing something good.
1: See, it's crazy to me to even who you said that it was just a three-month plan, because when you first texted me about it, I was like, you oh, this is what not only I need being so far away, but so many other people in the county, like, this is what they need, because there's so many people here, like, Houston that was just going to work at a job he didn't really love, but just knew, like, coming up from that blue-collar mentality, this is what you had to do, this was the work ethic instilled in you, now to hear the positive side of where you're from being promoted as opposed to walking into work and saying oh I'm from Walker County and people automatically looking at you in a negative light yeah yeah like
0: I love my job do I want that to be my job forever no would I like this to be my job absolutely but it's not like something I'm dwelling on because I'm not driven by the money factor yeah I'm strictly driven by Given my people, the people I grew up around, the people that live in the same city as I do, town, county, whatever, just a place to come spread some positivity and show people what we're actually all about
2: here. Yeah.
0: You know, I echo that sentiment all the time because this podcast is not about me. This podcast is about Walker County in Alabama. Because, you know, you can, like I always said, I could at least have my friends on to talk about Walker County. But there's a ceiling with that. And that's why I thought season three is going to be bigger because I'm going to start getting people outside of Walker County, uh, other content creators, music, musicians, whatever. And uh, I just hope I like all I want to do is inspire somebody to go do whatever you love. I love yeah. talking to people. My mental health over the past year is 10 million times better than it was at this point last year. Because I'd gone back to a job I knew I loved and the people I loved, but I was still feeling like that anxiety and depression nonstop. When I started to pass the jar and start talking to these people, getting to hang out with these people, then my best friend came on. There's more mental clarity and a better standing on who I am as a person than I've ever
2: had. Yeah. And let me
0: tell you before, I'm sorry to cut you off. And before, (laughs) like, before I started, I literally could not have done it without my wife. Like, my mental health ever since I've been married is 10, 10 times better. Yeah. And her pushing me to constantly be better and do more pushed me to this. So, you know, we all need, like you said on your episode last season, we all need a good woman. Yeah. Or a good a good significant other. Shane, what were you going to say before
1: uh, I cut you off? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You were talking about your mental state and how, you know, it's just been so much better. I can't imagine where I would be because the first real dose of responsibility I had was after I joined and then getting out, especially at the time that I did with so many uncertainties with COVID, the way it was affecting everything. All I knew at the time was I want to be back home. I want to be around my friends. I want to be around my family. I want to raise my kids around my friends and family. I don't want them growing up seven and a half hours away from relatives and eventually having to pluck them out of that environment right but you bringing me on here has helped my mental state more than i could ever possibly explain because there's so many times just full disclosure there's so many times where i'm just sitting there like either on my way to work or on my way home or taking a shower whatever i'm doing throughout the day where i think i catch myself thinking did i make the right decision you know, I'm, I'm I'm in that limbo phase. I'm in that transition phase of ah, I had a sure thing. Should I have left it? Why did I leave it? You know, I'm questioning everything. But then you'll text me with a TikTok or an idea for an episode or something like that. Usually at 3 a.m. And it just automatically just pulls me back in. And I'm like, yes, this, this, I need this. So I can't thank you enough for not only asking me to come on and be a co-host with you, but for also just giving me that mental clarity of just being able to put myself into something now where I can devote as much of my free time as humanly possible into promoting this. Because not only is it helping me, but it's, it's helping where we came from Yeah. because you get caught up in that stigmatism of you might leave home and then you come back and do people look at you as a failure because you came back or are you able to make it despite the fact that you came back? I feel like so many times people get caught in that in-between of, oh yeah, so-and-so left town, but they're back now. Okay, what are they doing? "Ah, Nothing really. Or, oh, well, they're doing this. And people look at you in that different light. And I try not to let it affect me personally, no matter how anybody looks at me. I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on who I am as a person. But, if somebody listening hears this and they're thinking, Oh, I can't get out of here. Like I'm stuck here. This place is so bad. Hopefully what we're saying, who we're interviewing, the message that we're trying to spread hits them to where they know, right, I could leave. I could go be whatever. And then I could come back and invoke change. Or I can start right here. Like so many people have, and I can build up Walker County and make it something better than what it is now. Yeah.
0: I mean, everybody that started a business in the last three, four years, five years even, that has just grown, like our downtown area, they're not losers. How dare you, like, they came from different places to start something here. They're yeah. not losers. They're succeeding. So, you can't discount somebody because they came back home. Yeah. I Like I said in our first, uh, like our intro to our YouTube channel, I always wondered why I was coming back home. Now I feel like I'm serving my purpose of being back here because I wanted to stay in Chattanooga or Cleveland, Tennessee for the rest of my life. Nope. Now you can't pull me away from here. Yeah. But you're about to see, uh, some different merch and, uh, more content. Like that's the, that's the biggest change. And that just shows like, to me, that's our worker Walker County work ethic. We just we lifted the ceiling for ourselves. That yeah. was why season three such a big deal for us. That's why we made such a big deal about about the trailer.
1: I, yeah, I completely I forgot. That's how we got off on this here. Uh, I thought it was just detour.
0: I I would I could not do this without Shane. I could not do this without anybody that listens or downloads the podcast. Like I literally couldn't because it, the first time I saw like a low number, I'd beat myself up over it. Try a couple more times, then hang it up. So anybody that listens, like, this is keeps happening because of you. Anybody watches our future content that you'll be able to watch, this, this is literally happening because of you. So you, I'm not giving up on you as long as you don't give up on me. You took a kid from Empire with a lot of mental health issues, and I'm just here to help you get out of yours, get out of your own head. That's the biggest thing to me. I
1: like that. Yeah. That was that was very well said. I'm <laughs> kinda surprised.
0: So we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and close it out. Uh Houston, thanks for joining us. Houston is our sponsor. That's why we asked him over. Thanks for Houston me, was guys. the inspiration behind us being sponsored. Yeah.
2: I just wanted to I mean, I listen to you guys, but I want to do a little something extra to support you if I could. So
0: we and we appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, we we believe in you podcast, as a, a realtor. Store.
2: Yeah. Hey well, I appreciate it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's tough. Had to make my way to be Alabama's favorite realtor, but, you know.
1: Getting there, buddy. Here I
2: am. Here I am.
1: Buddy, if if at some point I'm not driving down the interstate, and for every Alexander Shonora billboard I see, I don't see at least two to three Houston Luckies. Our other sponsor, Chris Clark, does
0: have a billboard, right, as you're pulling in a Jasper C. That is true.
2: I got to step up my game. All right, give me a billboard then.
0: Yep. Get on the electric one right here at the end of Airport Road.
2: I need to hit up Cody. do me a commercial.
0: He would, <laughs> Cody. There you go, bud. Um, but Houston, thanks for being our unofficial first guest of season three. Well, this is the warm up. Like I said, it's just to tell people what season three is going to look like. Kind of show them what the the episodes in between interviews is going to look like because you don't want to interview. Just every single person. Like, you want to get their thoughts and stuff about what's going on in the real world. So, we're going to have our friends over. You're going to hear more of our friends, no matter who it may be, whether Shane's friends or my friends. I don't know. Mutual friends. That's what you're going to hear if it's not just us two, because Shane and I are, it might save us some texting a lot.
1: (laughs) Quite polarizing figures here.
0: But season three is going to be fun, more content, new merch, more merch on hand. Not over the internet. We have sponsors. Thank you, Houston. Thank you, Chris Clark. Thank you, Cantley. Pittman, my brother. And thank you to the Frosty Mug. So, next week, Season 3 officially begins. Now y'all know what to expect. Now you know things are about to get real. If that jar's not empty,
1: pass that thing around.
0: Love your neighbor. Talk to someone different than you. And we'll see you next week for the official Season 3 premiere.